Matt was irritated. He wiped the sweat from his forehead and swatted at a horsefly that got a little too close for comfort. Is that what you came all the way out here to say to me? The reason you had Juanita push you outside? Nope. With an effort, the older man dug into the pocket of his jeans. I got something here for you. What? Matt was instantly suspicious. His father's gifts never came without a price. Something I want you to have. Oh, here we go. John Randall withdrew a big silver buckle that winked in the bright Montana sun. Inlaid upon the flat surface was a gold bucking bronco, still as shiny as the day John Randall had won it at a rodeo in Canada more than fifty years earlier. He dropped it into his son's calloused hand. You used to wear this all the time, Matt observed, his jaw growing tight. Yep. Reminded me of my piss and vinegar years. John Randall settled back in his wheelchair, and his eyes clouded a bit. Good years, he added thoughtfully, then squinted upward to stare at his son. I don't have much longer on this earth, boy, he said, and before Matt could protest, his father raised a big-knuckled hand to silence him. We both know it, so there's no sense in arguing the facts. The man upstairs, he's about to call me home. That is, if the devil don't take me first. Matt clenched his jaw, didn't say a word, waited. I already spoke to Thorne about the fact that I'm dying, and seeing as you're the next in line, I thought I'd talk to you next. Slade, well, I'll catch up to him soon. Now, I know I've made mistakes in my life. The good Lord knows I've failed your mother. Matt didn't comment, didn't want to even think about the bleak time when John Randall took up with a much younger woman divorced his wife and introduced his three sons to Penelope, Penny Henley, who would become their stepmother and give them all a half-sister whom none of them wanted to begin with. I have a lot of regrets about all that, John Randall said over the sigh of the wind, but it's all water under the bridge now since both Larissa and Penny are dead. He rubbed his jaw and cleared his throat. Never thought I'd bury two wives, a wife and an ex-wife. Matt clarified. The old man's thin lips pursed, but he didn't argue. What I want from you, from all my children, is grandchildren. You know that. It's an old man's dream, I know, but it's only natural. I'd like to go to my grave in peace with the knowledge that you'll find yourself a good woman and settle down, have a family, and that the McCafferty name will go on for a few more generations. There's lots of time— not for me, there ain't, John Randall snapped, feeling as if he was being manipulated for the umpteenth time by his father. Matt tried to hand the buckle back. If this is some kind of bribe or deal or no bribe, the old man spit in disgust. I want you to have that buckle because it means something to me. And since you rode rodeo a few years back, I thought you might appreciate it. He wagged a finger at the buckle. Turn it over. Matt flipped the smooth piece of metal and read the engraving on the backside. To my cowboy, love forever, Larissa. His throat closed for a minute when he thought of his mother with her shiny black hair and laughing brown eyes, which had saddened over the years of her marriage. From a free spirit, she'd become imprisoned on this ranch, and had sought her own kind of solace and peace that she'd never found in the bottles she'd hidden in the old house she'd grown to despise.
Matt's gut twisted. He missed her. Bad. And the old man had wronged her. There were just no two ways about it. Larissa had it engraved after I won it. Hell, she was a fool for me back then. The wrinkles around John Randall's mouth and eyes deepened with sadness, and there was a tiny shadow of guilt that chased across his eyes. So, now I want you to have it, Matthew. Matt's fingers tightened over the sharp edges of the buckle, but he didn't say a word. Couldn't. And I want me some grandbabies. That's not too much for an old man to ask. I'm not married. Then get yourself hitched. His father gave him a head-to-toe once over. Fine strapping man like you shouldn't have too much trouble. Maybe I don't believe in marriage. Then maybe you're a fool. Matt traced the...